I want you to be happy. You see, be happy. Tell someone be happy. Be happy. Be happy. Be happy. Be happy. Be happy. All right. Joy overflow. Quickly, joy overflow. The book of Psalm, chapter two, the verse two to four. Man of God. Psalm chapter two, the verse two to four. The book of Psalm chapter two, the verse two to four. Yes, please. And the kings of the earth take their places. The rulers take counsel together against the Lord. And his anointed one, the desire of the Christ. They say, Let us break their bands asunder and cast their cords from us. The verse 4. He who sits in the heavens laughs. The Lord has them in direction. And in supreme contempt, he mocks them. Come on, Now, this is what I want you to understand here. There is a group of people who have a plan. And the plan is to fight the anointed of God and God Himself. They want to fight the anointed one of God and God Himself. The anointed one which is Christ, the anointed one which is you. Because the Lord says, touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. So there are a group of people, a group of entities who have made a plan to bring destruction to you. To bring destruction to families or to people who are believers. But scripture says in the verse 4 of Psalm chapter 2 that the Lord who sits in the heavens upon his throne laughs at them. He mocks at them. What the Lord wants us to do in the year 2023 is to be patient. I'm still stressed on the fact that the Lord wants us to be patient in the year 2023. But most importantly, He wants us to be filled with laughter. The Lord wants us to be patient in 2023. But most importantly, He wants us to be filled with laughter. And the fact that the Lord wants us to be filled with laughter doesn't mean that there is absence of problems. There is absence of challenges. If the Lord wants you to be joyful and full of joy or joy overflow, that doesn't necessarily mean that you, the, your, your challenges are absent. No. It means that you understand He who sits upon the throne. For scripture says that we are seated with Christ in heavenly places. Okay. So Christ is seated in heavenly places, mocking the enemy, laughing, being joyful. The Lord Himself upon His throne is joyful upon His throne, and He said, "We are seated with Him in heavenly places." So, if we are seated with Christ, and our Christ, our Father, is joyful and He is happy, what will we do then? We will do same. We must equally laugh with Him. We must equally be joyful with Him. We will not be mourning whilst Christ is laughing. Are we here? Christ doesn't expect us to be mourning whilst he is laughing because we are seated in heavenly places with him. So we are expected to laugh with him in heavenly places. So Christ is bringing you to a place where he is, where is the place of laughter. 2023, Christ is bringing you to a place of laughter. Amen. And it's not a place that is new to him. It's not a place that he has not been there before. It is a place where he is seated. The place of joy, the place of laughing is the place where Christ is seated. And he wants us to come to that place and be seated there with him and laugh with him. Just come, let us reason together. Whilst we are reasoning with Christ, we are laughing with him. Amen. For we are seated with Christ in heavenly places. 
we are seated with him in heavenly places not in the valleys but in the heavenly places not at the bottom but in heavenly places god is calling us to the top in heavenly places place when men see you they will know that you are at the heavenly places when men see you they will know that you have already made it they, God is calling us to a place 53 for men to see us and know that we have made it. And upon seeing us, we are directing them to Christ. Amen. They will not see us and they will marvel if Christ has called us. They will not see us and ask where Christ and Mr. One is one now. They will not see us and think if we are Christians or not. But when they see us, they will know that we are seated in heavenly places. And it's the place of laughter, not a place of mourning. For there is no place in heaven where you are supposed to be in tears. In heaven, there is no tears, there is no crying. But there may be a place like that in hell. Because scripture talks about how the men went to hell, who they were rich and they went to hell, and they were weeping and regretting their ashes on earth. And they asked of the Father to give them a dip of water or a drip of water that they may even come on earth, that they may tell their brothers to change their ways. So they regretted and they were in tears in hell, but there is no tear in heaven. The only tears in heaven are the tears of the believers who are on earth, who are crying in prayer, who are crying in sorrow. When the Father hears and he bottles up the tears of the believers, and he begins to answer the prayers of the tears of the believers. But we will not be in heaven and be in tears. So if the Lord says he has brought us to a place of heavenly, we are supposed to be there and be in tears. But we're supposed to be there and joyful. For the angels of the Lord sit with the 24 elders and say, Holy, holy, are you Lord God Almighty? Who sits upon the throne? Are you with me? The Lord expects us to be with him at the heavenly place and be joyful. If it is our business, we are at the heavenly place within our business. If it is our marriage, we are at the heavenly place with our marriage. If it is with our children, we are at the heavenly place with our children. If it is our job, we are at the heavenly place. Amen. We can't be at the bottom. If it's our education, we are at the heavenly place. Amen. Are you with me, somebody? Yes, we are at the heavenly place. Amen. We are not at the bottom. We are not in hate. We are not in the place of death. But we are in the place of the living. Scripture says that hate is the place of the dead. And I will build my church. And I will build my people. And the gate of hate, the gate of death will not prevail against them. In other words, when the Lord builds us up, death will not have any prevailing force over us. So when God is building your business, death cannot come around your business. When God is building your children, death cannot come around your children. When God is building your family, death cannot come around your family. For he says that hate will not prevail against it. And that command, scriptures, and scriptures cannot be broken. Mm. So therefore, as the command has been made, no entity of the evil force can prevail against you. Amen. Not only your life, not only your destiny, but everything that surrounds you. Amen. One way or the other, because of you, your friends are even saved. Because of you, your friends are protected. Mm. Because of you, your family is shielded. Mm. So scripture asks that if a woman who is born again marries a man who is unborn again, what shall the man do? And scripture, the woman covers the man. Mm. The woman compliments the man. So by the salvation of the woman, the man who is not even saved is saved by the woman's salvation. Mm. By marriage, the two shall be one. So by you, your family can be covered. Amen. By you, if things are not well in the family and you stand up, in the heavenly places, things must be well. Amen. Are you here with me? Yes, sir. Are you here with me? Yes, sir. So the Lord is calling us to a place. 
of the heavens to enjoy, to laugh with him, not to cry. To Christ is not crying. The only time we hear Christ weep is when he was going to the cross. And he wept. And Jesus wept. The short scripture in the Bible. And Jesus wept. But he was not in heaven and he's weeping. Mm. So if we are sitting in the heavenly places, why should we weep now? Christ is not against me weeping, but he wants us to weep for the right reasons. Are we here? He doesn't want us to weep because we are going through problems. <laughs> That's why there is something we call tears of joy. <laughs> yes, he, he himself created tears for men, but he doesn't expect men to cry when in pain, when in sorrow. So he said, be anxious for nothing. But in everything, give thanks to the Father. Not in everything, cry to the Father. But in everything, give thanks to the Father. Mm. Be anxious for nothing. Be worried for nothing. Be, be not agitated for nothing. But in everything, give thanks. And whilst you are giving thanks, make your request and present your petition before the Father. And you will hear Him answer thee. Mm. Be anxious for nothing. Be crying for nothing. That put your curse upon the Father for He cares. Mm. Worry not for the Father cares about you. Worry not for letting worry for you. Mm. So why should we be in tears when we can have the opportunity to be joyful? Why would we choose tears when we can be joyful? Mm. Why do we choose for our countenance to be sad when we can equally choose for our countenance to be happy? The Lord wills above all things that His people will rejoice always and again and rejoice. Philippians 4 verse 4. That rejoice always. Again, I say rejoice. Not rejoice sometimes. Not rejoice only when things are good. But rejoice even when things are considered bad. Rejoice always. Not rejoice from January to, 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 uh, to, to June. And then from July to December you are crying. No, but rejoice always. 2023, rejoice always. Tell someone rejoice always. Rejoice always. Rejoice always. Rejoice always. In the challenge, you rejoice always. For he that sits upon the heavens laughs. You read the scripture in the book of Psalms during the midnight cry. And scripture, he that sits upon the throne laughs at the enemy, for he sees their end mm. coming. The day of their defeat is coming. And because of the day of the defeat that is coming, the Lord sees them and laughs at them. When we know the end of the evil one, when we look at them, we will laugh at them. When we look at the end of the challenge, when we look at the challenge, we will laugh at the challenge. Amen. We will not be anxious, we will not be in tears, for we know how it will end. Mm. Oh, are you with me at all? Yes, we know how it will end. But we will only worry when we don't know how it will end. And therefore, he asks us to inquire. He asks us to inquire. Scripture says that and the wife of Isaac, Rebecca, was coming to nations in her tummy. But then Isaac was praying to the father, Father, give my wife a child. Give my wife a child. Give my wife a child. And when the child came, the, ch the children began to fight in the tummy of the wife of Isaac. And scripture said, and Rebecca went to inquire. Genesis 55. And Rebecca went to inquire from the Lord. 
if it is the Lord who has answered the prayer, why am I having this tummy upset? Why am I having this challenge in my body? If it is God has answered me, why is this problem happening to my head? And when she went to inquire, the Lord says that you carry two nations mm. of faith. So before Rebecca will begin to be happy and excited, at first she was anxious, she was worried. But when she was worried, she inquired. And when she knew the end of the matter, she became happy. She, she learned how to, 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 to bear the pain. She learned how to accommodate the challenge. She learned how to work with the challenge. When we don't know how to work with the challenge, it is a short thing that we don't even know how the future is going to be. If I know how the future will be, I will know how to endure this challenge in the ministry. But if I don't know how the challenge will be, I will finally give up. But I know where the future is. I know where God is taking us. I know where we are going to. I know what God has said. So the little beginnings doesn't deter us. It encourages us to know that surely we are making steps. It may be baby steps, but it is still steps. We will get there. Are you here with me? So even if it is you, even if it is baby steps, you will get there. But you must rejoice always. And anytime you feel anxious, anytime you are worried about what the future holds, find a way to inquire. Find a way to ask the Lord, what are you saying about this situation? What are you saying? And when you hear what God says, go by it. Don't do if God says A, don't do B. Just do A. Don't think B will be better. For the meantime, let me do B and wait for God's A. No, wait for God's A. Don't do B. Do A. So God wills that His people will rejoice always. His people will rejoice always. But you see, as much as the Lord wills that his people will rejoice always, the enemy also has plans for the people with the image of the Father. For God says in the book of one, let us make man in our own image. Let us make man in our own image. And then the ends of the Lord are not made in the image of the Father. The cherubs, the seraphims of the Lord are not made in the image of the Father. But they are equally spirits. So therefore, it's against the image of the Father. For he's always wanted to sit at the throne of the Father. And yet we are seated with the Father. So if the Father wants us to be happy, he the devil will not allow us be the image of the Father to be happy. So if the Lord wants us to be joyful, if the Lord wants us to rejoice always, the enemy will not allow us to rejoice always. What will he do? Scripture says that when the people slept, then the enemy sowed tears among them. When the children of God slept, when the children of God finally gave up, when the children of God were not doing anything, they said anything can come. What can come can come. Anything can happen. Then the enemy had an effrontery, the God, to enter into the lives of the believers. And he began to sow tests among their wheat. When they were supposed to inquire and present to the Father Thanksgiving, they were there and they were weeping. And then the enemy had the chance to enter into their lives. And so test among their wood. What you think is not working is actually working. Mm. But if you give up, you, you give the enemy the chance to so test among it. Are you here? Yeah. It is not a time for us to give up. It is time for us to be filled with joy overflow. For he that sits upon the throne laughs. He is filled with joy overflow. He has more to even give up. And angels in the heavens are singing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
be crying. No! There's some kind of aura that comes into the atmosphere, that comes into your spirit when you begin to sing such songs to the Father. It's not a time of weeping. No! No! It, it, it gives you a different atmosphere, changes the atmosphere for you. Ah, joyful overflow. So the enemy sows tears among the root of the believers who decides to sleep when they are supposed to be awake to pray. When they are supposed to be awake to give thanks, they are asleep. And the enemy finds the opportunity to be able to sow tests among the believers. And as a result of what the enemy is sowing among the believers, you see, the believers will be asleep. And when they wake up, suddenly they wake up with sadness. You will be there and there. You, you are asleep. And when you wake up, you are full of sadness. You wake up, you are thinking, and you are overthinking about things you are not supposed to even be thinking about. Why? When men slept, the enemy so tears among them. People who are tired and when they go to sleep, they expect to wake up much more energetic because it is the reason for sleep. But then when they wake up, they even feel more tired as though they are fought somewhere. As though they have been beaten. When men slept, the enemy so tears among them. You, you sleep and you wake up and suddenly you are, you are in tears. You look, nothing has happened, but you are just crying. And you find reasons why you should even cry more. And you begin to cry more. When men slept, the enemy so tears among them. And you see, we have given it a name. You see, some of us still sleep. We wake up and then we are hungry. Nothing has happened. But we sleep and we wake up in the morning, we are hungry. You wake up, you don't want to talk to anybody. Ah, that's the thing I'm coming <laughs> You see, we've given it a nice name, mood swing. We've given that spirit of heaviness. A nice name, mood swing. And yet it is the spirit of heaviness the enemy sends into the life of the believers. And they have agents who are spread across. And their duty is to put heaviness in the life of people when they are asleep. And they wake up not happy. And then they will call it mood swing. And sometimes they will just be walking around. They are in a happy place, but only then they are not happy. I say, we decide not to say, on very bad day, on very bad mood swing, and drop. When men slept, the enemy so tears among them. We may call it mood swing, but you see, we should make a conscious decision of not making that take over us, control us. Don't allow any outside influence, any outside influence of men, any outside influence of evil spirit to influence the way you feel. When you are there, at that moment you feel you are angry for nothing. You feel you are sad for nothing. You feel you, 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 there is a problem coming for nothing. What you must do is not to pray in tongues. What you must do is not to go on your knees and begin to pray. What you must do is not for you to fast. What you must do is begin to praise the Father. Begin to worship the Father. Play some gospel praises and begin to praise God. That is how to cast out that kind of spirit, not fasting and prayer. When you are there and your heart is full and you feel like crying, it, it, it has happened to me several as told us in the university. You will be there and you just feel like crying and I'll just remember my parent. Then I'll be crying and I want to stop crying. Then, then I'll go and take a picture. And I'll be crying them all. For what reason? The one day I told myself, no, they are dead and gone. Wherever they are, they may be expecting me to be better. And I made a decision never to cry again about the death. 
but to cry for the living in prayer. You know, I said, okay, I care. I care about them, they're my parents. But then, if I continue in that sadness, I will never make it in life. <laughs> if I continue about who has promised and failed me, I will never make it in life. So I must clean the tears and fight. When soldiers are on battle, soldiers don't cry because they are, they, 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 they are their fellow soldiers are crying. They pick the wounded up and they keep shooting. They, keep, they, they pick the wounded up to safety and they keep shooting to win the battle. They don't say because this one is dead and then I'll not fight again. We've lost the battle now. They keep fighting. If one man is down, I am alive, I must kill, I must fight. Whatever they couldn't fight, I must fight and win. Whatever the family couldn't fight and win, I must fight and win. I must not cry because of that. I must not say my bloodline is this and that, so that I, I am like that. No, I must fight and win. I must escape that thing. I must be different from it. Are you with me, somebody? Yes, so when the spirit of heaviness comes, the way to cast out that spirit of heaviness is not fasting and prayer. It's not anything but praises. Praises. Sometimes I'll just be there and I'll just on the TV. I'll go to some gospel songs on my on my on my Xmas drive and I begin to play some praises. I'm dancing myself. And I'm doing video of myself and I'm dancing and I'm happy. My wife will not understand, but I'm doing it myself. Then she'll call me. I'll come and I'll see. <laughs> no, this from a Catholic uh, choir. You need to call me that name. I come and ask you, and then I'll be there. A song hits me, then I begin to write the song. Say, hey, I get another song. Then you see, at that moment, you may not know what is happening, but I know how to overcome that spirit. I know how to cast that spirit. So already, that spirit of heaviness, which is supposed to make the, the, the home quiet, supposed to make the home dull, or to make us fight. Because of the songs I begin to sing, I begin to dance around. When she made that funny comment, the whole house begins to enlighten. We are happy. Are you here? You see, it changes the whole atmosphere of all of it just changes everything. It changes the whole mood. But then if you don't do that, and you maybe you may feel, oh, she's laughing at you, say you are not spiritual. No, 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 no. Then you are allowing the enemy to even exact upon you. You even up the, the team. You went blind. Necessity. When the enemy wants you to fight, when the enemy wants you to be sad, when the enemy wants you to be angry, be sensitive and play some songs, play some worship songs. It's not the time to be speaking in tongues, it's the time to be dancing. Mm. It's the time to be dancing. When we don't think we will make it, we must even dance and praise God evermore. For in thanksgiving, present your request. Mm. Come to the gate of the Lord with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. What in fasting and prayer? And then present your request boldly. You see how he does it? Come into the gates with thanksgiving. And for you to proceed further from the gates, you must do praises. Praises into his court. And he said, when you get to his court now, present your request before him boldly. And you may obtain favor and mercy in your time of need. Not fasting and prayer. Not deliverance. There is time for fasting and prayer, but sometimes he wants us to come to him with thanksgiving, with praises. And when we are there, the atmosphere is set, we then present our case boldly. You know, you know that sometimes uh, the things we want to present before him, we think they are too big for him to answer. So he says, when we come before him, we should be bold to bring it. We should not be scared to bring it. Ah. Okay. You know, 
Maybe perhaps if we want to have a uh, hundred million capacity sitter as I am ministry, okay, to win that number of souls for Christ, that we will sit in, in, in a congregation of hundred million capacity sitter. You know, the nations even uh, the population of the nation is even thirty-five million. So how can you even sit hundred million? And so by that thing you have you want to bring to the father, you think about it, so okay, let me make it 10, 10 million because maybe this church will have five thousand, this church will have hundred. He says no. Present that hundred million sitter. Go think before him. If you will not make you be in Ghana to have that hundred million, he will send you to a country with that much population. Oh yeah. India, China, their population is in the billions. They have one billion. Their population. So if I can't sit hundred million sitter here, I can sit hundred million sitter in China. By God's grace. The population of the nation. You understand? So your duty is to present it boldly. I'm only using mine as an example. I'm only using church as an example. So your business, your bank account, no matter the amount of money, he said, don't be afraid. Don't be scared about what you are thinking about if you can achieve 2023. All that you must do, thanksgiving, praises, and then come boldly with your request. Boldly with our request. Present it before you. So we'll obtain mercy. Grace and favor in our time of need. Oh. Present it boldly. Don't change it because you think maybe it may not be achieved. You are not the one going to achieve it, he's the one going to achieve it for you. So present it boldly. Don't be timid, don't be afraid and go and change the plan. You you write the yearly resolution, you leave it missing. It's wrong, I can't see when I'm throwing. See, come in, by the end of the year, I should have this amount of money in. I'm not sure I will get it. You know, let me let me let me make it realistic too small. You know. <laughs> we will be trying to edit what we have written. But but 23. By by June, June 23, we see the way the thing is going, saying, mm. let me edit it. Mm. No! Present it boldly. 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 I know 
No, 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 no. Today, 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 I will disturb everybody. Today, today, I will disturb everybody. Every Friday, I disturb my house. Every Friday, if you are Muslim, you are Christian, we will do midnight cry together. For the next one hour, we will do midnight cry together. Boldly. We do midnight cry boldly. Amen. And we are happy. Every time we finish midnight cry, we are on our knees thanking God for the people, for the prayers, for the prophecies. And we see those things come to pass. We don't fast the prayer for midnight cry. We won't do thanksgiving on our knees. Two hours before midnight cry, we are praying. We are interceding for midnight cry. Two hours straight for midnight cry. But after midnight cry, on our knees thanksgiving. And then we see it happen. Every prophecy given last week is on my phone. People were confirming. The red clothing, the pictures are here. They post up the pictures that I, I was red. I had to tell them what to do. Oh my goodness. Boldly. Tell someone boldly. 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 Um, I want to prove to you. Is that red? Red, right? Red, right? Red, okay. Another one also. Red, right? Okay. I'm just trying to prove to you about what God does at the Jekyll. He confirms His word. And to give us joy overflow. So when we know that God has answered this person, and whatever God has said prophetically about this person, hey, hey, we are excited that God is using us. We don't allow any spirit of heaviness to hit us. Are you with me? Don't allow the enemy bring you the spirit of heaviness. Don't allow. You are there, you want to feel sad. You are there, you want to be angry. Or someone wants to make you angry. Don't allow them. Don't allow them. Don't allow them. Be joyful. Be joyful. See, sometimes if the enemy cannot get you in your sleep, he will get you when you are awake with people. And people who are supposed to give you happiness. You know how sometimes people can who are close to you, the way they can affect your emotions. They can make you angry, eh? Even when you have to prevent this shape. <laughs> but then, when you see that thing coming, when you see that sign, don't allow it. Joy overflow. You see, one time Jesus had a meeting with his disciples and he began to speak. And when he spoke, he asked, Who do men say that I am? And then Peter said, Oh, Father, you are the Son of the living God. And Jesus said, that, He said, Flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. But my father in heaven. So God spoke through Peter and said, Peter, this, uh, this question that Jesus has asked, this is the answer to it. And at that time, Jesus met Peter and he said, Satan, get deep behind me. Mm. So one person, God spoke to the person. That same person, another time, Satan spoke to the person. So one person in your life, one time the person can give you happiness, another time the person can give you sorrow. But then you must determine what must happen. Jesus said, but I have prayed for you. Said Peter, take heed that you may fall into temptation, you may betray me, but I have prayed for you that you may stretch your brother. Listen, listen, listen. You must determine what the people bring to you. Yes. Either happiness, either anger, either sorrow, whatever it may be. Determine it. You may you must determine by your reaction. If I give you something that must make you angry, eh? you must determine by your, your, your reaction. You have a choice to be angry and you have a choice to be happy. Choose one. It is your choice. 
I have spoken to you. You can be angry and talk. Bishop, and so Bishop, take you. I very exactly corrected me. There are two different approaches. There are two different reactions. But one will make you happy, one will make you free. But the other one will make you full of offense and bitterness. You will never let go. But it's your choice. The devil can use anybody to affect your emotions. He can use any spirit to affect your emotions. But what is your choice? What do you decide to have? Anytime that spirit is calm, when you see it in someone, when you see it in people, when you see it anywhere, don't allow it to influence you. Don't allow it to take over you. Higher. Be joyful. Tell someone be joyful. Be joyful. Be joyful. Be joyful. Let's read the scripture. Job chapter 5, verse 20 to 22. Job 5, 20 to 22. That's not what God wants us to be doing. 
but joyful shouting. Joy. <laughs> oh, okay, let me see your shouting. <laughs> Hallelujah. Alright, last scripture, the book of Psalm 37, verse 13. Psalm 37, verse 13. Psalm 37, verse 13. Mm-hmm. The Lord laughs at the wicked. Listen to the Lord. For the Lord sees, laughs at the wicked, for he does what? For he sees that mm-hmm. their own day is coming. Ah. The reason why the Lord is laughing at the wicked is not because they are wicked, but because their days of defeat is coming. We will look at that challenge 2023 and we'll look at it and we'll begin to laugh. Mm-hmm. And they will expect us to be crying. They will ask us, why is this guy, why is this girl not crying? Mm. We know the day of the end of that problem is coming. Amen. So that's why we are joyful. Amen. That's why we are laughing. That's why we are happy. When we are supposed to be tears, mm. when we are supposed to be cursing God, we would rather be joyful. Amen. We would rather be happy. And you will fill my mouth with laughter and my lips with joyful shouting. And the Lord sees the wicked and he begins to laugh. For he sees the day of the defeat. Mm. Our month of laughter. Can we please be understanding? Our month of laughter. It is our week of joyful shouting. Amen. Uh, you don't understand this thing. You see, when Ghana was going to play the match against Uruguay, alright, one of the famous videos that were trending or famous Twitter that was